0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stepping Up Become Who You Are Meant to Be podcast. I am your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm so excited to be here with you on episode number four. My podcast just went live over the weekend, and I'm so excited. So, this is going to be the first episode that I can upload pretty much right after I record it. So, Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me, whether this is your first podcast with me or you've listened to the first three. I am just a brief history of me. I am a woman who left my full-time job back at the end of the beginning of the summer. I have two small children. I became an entrepreneur because I just wanted more out of life. I was tired of working and working and searching for happiness and searching for joy and searching for purpose and never being able to find it, but continuing to try to find it. Today, I want to talk to you about the struggles we have as working women. And yes, I will talk about the struggle I have as a working mom. And I think that's a whole piece of the struggle, but also just as women in general, when it comes to women and working. There's a lot that goes on in our lives. And women being in the workforce, I don't want to say it's fairly new because it's not, but it kind of still is. So this is all stemming from a lot of what I've talked about. So I'm a member of Toastmasters. And if you don't know what Toastmasters is, it's an amazing group. It's an international um, group, I guess. And then there's chapters all over the world. And the local chapter that I go to were pretty amazing, first off. And second, I did a speech. It's all about public speaking and leadership. And you get up and you give speeches. Then you're evaluated by your peers. It's an encouraging group. It helps you get comfortable talking in front of people, but also giving speeches. It also helps you to be a leader because the meeting is run by different people every time. And if you've never heard of Toastmasters and that kind of interests you and You just, more than being a public speaker, you want to become a better leader or you want to become a leader, I highly recommend you look into it and find your local chapter. But what I'm getting at here is probably about a year ago, maybe not quite a year ago, I did a speech. I read a book. Gosh, I should have it. Let me see if I can pull it out really quick. But I read a book and it was all about women and working and how to, and how work, pause, thrive. That's what it was. I apologize. I should have had this prepared before I sat down. So work, pause, thrive. And I read this book and I thought, oh my gosh, it was all about, it was about being a working mom. So this was how to pause for parenthood without killing your career. And when I first had my son about five years ago, five, he's five and a half, he's almost six. I remember I went back to work and I was just miserable. And I, but I never had that desire to stay home full time with him like that just wasn't inside me. It just wasn't who I am and I struggled with it, but I very much accepted that this is who I am. I want to work. I want my children to go to daycare or go to school. I want them to that to be a part of their lives because I need to work and I need my time and that makes me a better parent. And when this all happened uh, just over five years ago, I remember thinking I ended up getting a part-time job and all I remember thinking was, I just want to stay relevant in my career so that I don't lose everything that I've worked for over the years. And I believe a lot of other women feel this way. And I didn't realize how many other women felt this way until I picked up this book. And it's all about the different ways you can pause your career and then continue to thrive. And it's funny, I just opened up the book and I saw my speech notes, but it talks all about people have done this and women who have done this, you know, women like Sandra Day O'Connor and Tori Birch and how they did it in different ways. And the author Lisa Ann Stromberg she puts them into categories. She calls them the cruisers, the boomerangers, and the pivoters. And I won't go through each of them right now because there's a bigger topic I want to talk about. But I relate it very much with the pivoter. The the one who kind of stepped away and decided to change her career completely and to look at things in a different light and to really look at who she was and and kind of rediscover herself. And That's very much how I relate. Then I picked up this book a couple weeks ago, right before I left for vacation. And it's called When Work Doesn't Work Anymore. Subtitle is Women, Work and Identity. And it's by Elizabeth Pearl McKenna. And ironically, this book was written back in 1997. So we're talking over 20 years ago. This book was written. Um, Elizabeth uh, Pearl McKenna has since passed away. She passed away in 2015. But as I was reading this book, I was floored, floored by the, the things she was talking about and how what she was writing about very much paralleled how I felt and what I was experiencing over 20 years later, the things she's talking about are, are still so very relevant and I believe are still happening in our world. And, you know, the chapter when she talked about money and th- there's much that has changed in our world, obviously, since 1997 and the ability to pivot your career has become so much more doable and so many more women are doing it and so many more women are becoming business owners and starting things on their own because they're not happy with the culture that we have to work in. And I believe that's what Elizabeth Pearl McKenna was talking about in her book was this culture of a woman entering into the man's working world. So women got the opportunity to to go to work and to work full time and to have their own careers. But still, there was still this struggle, there was still this pull that we just wanted more out of life, we didn't want work to run our lives. And we don't want work to run our lives. And in this day and age, I believe also men are having this struggle where they don't want work to be solely what they're all about. And I haven't quite finished her book, I'm very much I'll probably finish it tonight. But the the chapter I just read on was men work and identity. And she does kind of talk about how Back in the late 90s, this was starting to, men were starting to shift and were starting to say, I don't want to go to work and be at work for 40, 50, 60 hours a week and then come home while my wife takes care of the house. I want to be a part of my children's life. I want to be their coach. I want to be a part of that game. I want to go see them play. I don't want to just be the one who's providing the money. And I truly believe that. I truly believe and I see that in my own husband where... He doesn't want to go to work for 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I don't want to go to work for 40, 50, 60 hours a week. But I still want to work and we still want to work and we still want to have purpose in our lives. So kids are no kids. And that's kind of what I like about um, Elizabeth Pearl McKenna's book is she talks about how this isn't just a working mom's problem. This is a, a woman's problem. And, and she was in her late 30s when she got married and had her first child. And she even talks about how before she had her son that she was feeling this way. She was feeling this loss of, I feel like I'm continuing to strive and to continuing to push to get up the corporate ladder, but it's not truly fulfilling me. And that's what I want to get to is that we want work that fulfills us. And I believe that desire is within us. It is within within all of us that we're at this point in our world where as a couple, you have to have two full-time incomes coming into your home in order to, to survive, in order to pay your bills, in order to pay your mortgage. So having one spouse work and one not work isn't an option. And there are many women getting married later in life. So they have to work in order to support themselves. So work is a part of who we are and it's a part of, it is a part of our identity, but it's not our full identity. And I believe there's a cultural shift happening. I don't think it's quite there yet. I think there's so many people and so many companies that have made this switch. But in America, I still don't believe we truly value women and work. I don't believe we value work and your personal life and really separating it because I don't believe there's truly a separation anymore. You are working off hours. You are working from home. You are checking email on your phone. You are you are virtually on call 24-7 and if you don't answer that call and you don't answer that email over the weekend, you might not get reprimanded, somebody might not, you might not get in trouble, but people are going to start to look at you differently and they're going to know that, hey, you're not working and you're not checking your emails on the weekend. And I was very much that person. I was the person who shut her email off, I would actually turn it off on my phone because I didn't want to work on the weekend. That was not my time to work. If there was an emergency, I didn't do life-saving work that you needed to call me on a Sunday afternoon and have a conversation with me. It wasn't something that was life or death and couldn't wait till Monday. But there are many people that don't believe that, that believe it needs to get done and it needs to get done now. What is the urgency in that? How can we truly live our lives if we can't separate our work? And What if we do eventually find, what if we want work that serves a purpose in our lives, that gives us something to do? So what I felt like I was doing is when I was working, I just kind of kept thinking I wanted more. And well before I had kids, when my husband and I first got married, we were married for four years before we had our son. And even then I remember working a lot of hours and working an event and working a bunch of events a few weeks in a row and just being completely burnt out and just wanting to come home and spend time with him and kind of veg out on the couch and watch a show. And Why can't we do that? Why do I have this desire? Why do I have to work till 10 o'clock at night and then show up at 830 the next morning and feel like I need to be like fresh eyed and ready to go and my brain's working when guess what? My brain's kind of mush because I just worked for 16 hours the day before and I'm kind of tired. I would like to take a break. I would like to reset my body. So I always had that feeling of I was never one to hustle and work and really push. It was just never in my nature. I always just, I always questioned why people felt they needed to do that. And it always frustrated me because I always felt like an outsider. I always felt as though, why was I the one who was saying, hey, I need a break. This is ridiculous that I'm here right now. My brain's not even functioning. I can check an email. I'm present. I am present as in my physical body is here in my office. And you value that, but I don't value that because I'm not getting any work done. And if I am getting work done, it's not productive at all. And I'm just tired. I just want to go home and take like an hour nap or I just want to hang out with my husband for a little bit. That's it. That's all I want to do. But yet in this culture, in this world that we've built out, is that we need to push and we need to hustle and we need to grind in order to be better and we need to push up the corporate ladder and we need to have our goals. and But I don't believe that's truly what we need to do. In in my previous episode, on episode number three, I talked about being still and how in our go, go, go world, we don't know how to be still. And I believe this very much ties in together because our work culture is go and move faster and move quicker and get better, and be stronger, and answer emails faster, and be doing six things at once, when really in reality, if you take a step back, you take a breath, you will be more productive, and you will be doing work that is worthwhile. So in our world today, we have this necessity to work in order to pay bills. So we work to pay our bills, and then we get frustrated because our work is forcing us to the ground and it's burning our burning us out but we have to work so what do we do how do we how do we solve this solution and i'm not here to give you an answer i'm just here to tell you my experience and and i truly believe i've lived a lot of my life as an outsider in the places where i've worked where i was constantly compromising my values and just kind of shutting myself down of i feel this way but it This isn't the nature of everyone I'm around, so maybe I'm crazy and I just need to adjust to who I am. And I tried to do that. I tried to push and it just never felt right to me. So I knew I needed to do something else. And as I went on this personal development journey and I continued to work and I continued to want to work because I want to work, I want to serve a purpose. I believe that God put me here on this earth to serve a purpose and I will not stop until i get there and i will continue to let him work through me to serve that purpose to get to where i need to be so what do i do i i decided i needed to stop compromising my own values i needed to stop and start standing up for myself and what i found out is as i went into this personal development and i really discovered who i was and what i wanted and then i started to find other people who felt the same way i did and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. I'm not alone. There is more to this world. There are people out there who feel the way I do, and I'm not a crazy person for feeling this way and for wanting more out of life. I can do this. I can make this possible. And I continued on this journey. I continue to dive into personal development books and listening to podcasts and really filling myself and surrounding myself with these people who believe the same thing I did and believe the same way I did. And what I started to do was I started to put myself out there at, at the place that I worked and I started to kind of stand up for myself and and really say what I was feeling of, this is how I feel, this is what's happening. And it just really brought out a lot of emotions for me. And that's where I truly found journaling to be helpful. So I was listening to all of these things and I was reading all of these great books and then I would go into work and I feel like I was in a di- completely different culture and thank God I had, you know, a single coworker who we kind of, we were in this together and we, we felt the same way and we believed the same things and, And it was just great to be around her and she's a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I love her dearly and thank God for her because I think I would have felt even more like an outsider. And I think it would have been harder for me to push through had I not had her to go, what in the world just happened? Am I crazy? And she would look at me and say, no, you're not crazy. I see it too. And so grateful for her and, and all of this in the moment. So I was, I just felt like I was compromising my values and I continued to compromise them. But what was happening was I was journeying through and I was pushing forward and I was, I wasn't letting fear stop me. And I wasn't letting my gut instinct that said, this is wrong. You need to say something or you need to stand up or you need to Sometimes it was, you need to back down. You're fighting an uphill battle. You will not change the way these people think, but you need to know that it's okay the way you're feeling. And this is okay that you're feeling this way. So it wasn't necessarily I had to push through and I had to make changes, but I had to accept that it was okay the way that I felt. So it was okay that I felt like an outsider, but it didn't mean I had to compromise who I was. So it talk about being a working woman and the struggle we have as working women. What is it we're striving for? How do we find purpose in our lives? And that's what I want to do. I want to help women. I want to also help men. I mean, because I believe truly that our culture is shifting and some people are moving and some people are not. And some people are pushing through and some people are not. But our culture, our overall culture is very much work, hustle, grind, work, get your paycheck, come home at the end of the day, be exhausted, be tired, and pray for retirement one day. And once you're retired, then you can live the life you want. No, I refuse to wait until retirement to live the life I want. Why can't I live the life I want today, do work that fulfills me, and do work that serves a purpose in this world? Why can't I do that? So for me, I'm finding that I can do that. And if that means I have to challenge the norm and I have to push through, then I will happily do that. And I will happily be an advocate for other people who want to do that because it is necessary. We are here to serve a purpose. And when we go to work and what we do doesn't serve us internally, we're not serving the greater world. We're just serving somebody else's purpose. And that's not to say you need to be an entrepreneur or you need to start your own business. It just means you need to find work that serves you. Whether that's you start your own business and you become an entrepreneur, or whether that means you the work you do. So for me, the reason I wanted to go into nonprofit work was because I want it to serve a bigger purpose. I want it to do something better for the world. I wanted my work to mean something. So I know that this has always been inside me. It just took me a, a while to get here and it's going to take me a while to get to where I need to be, but the journey never ends and the, I'm never going to find like, this is my sole purpose and this is what I'm going to do because it's always, it's going to be evolving and it's going to be changing and I'm going to live in the present and know that what I'm doing right here, right now is serving. What I was doing in my work previously was serving other people, wanted to be, help other people on their journeys no matter what I was doing and I want to continue to do that and I believe we need to find out who we are as as people and what we desire and then to find work that serves us one of the exercises I did and it was amazing it was finding a purpose-driven career and in that I don't believe it's in this notebook but it was uh, a podcast from a gentleman named Dan Mason And his podcast is Life Amplified and he's, oh, he's amazing. So no, it is not in the journal that I have in front of me. It's in another one. But it's all about finding a purpose-driven career and really finding work that serves you and serves other people. Because again, if you're not doing work that serves you and makes you feel good, you're not going to be putting out anything into this world. You're not going to be fully putting anything out in this world. I mean, what you're doing is good. I don't want to say that it's not good. I can't quite find the words to say it, but you will serve better and you will put better work out if it's truly serving you, if it makes you feel good inside. So maybe that is something like selling insurance and you love selling, selling insurance because it fascinates you and it's, you want to do it better for other people and you want to serve other people in that capacity, whatever you want to do in this world. It needs to feel good inside your heart and inside your soul and inside your gut. That's all I'm saying. And I believe in this world that it is possible to do that. I believe it is truly possible to do work that serves you, to make money, to bring in income and to to be happy and fulfilled in your life, in all aspects of your life. I truly believe that's possible and I don't believe many of us do. Many people believe that it's actually possible, so they just settle for the status quo and they don't push further. That's all I have to say about this topic, but this leads beautifully into a program that I'm launching that I'm so super excited about because I went back through my journals and I went back through and I truly wrote down what I did to get me to the point of leaving my job and really not just leaving my job, but leaving my job with confidence and knowing what I was doing was the right thing. And it's going to be an online, fully online group coaching program. It's called Stepping Up, same title as the podcast, Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be. And I want to walk you through the step-by-step process I used to get to where I am. So we will start with, it's it's a four-week program. We will start with Going back and discovering who you are, your dreams, your goals, writing down your I am statements, but also embracing your imperfections and accepting them for what they are. And then we're going to go into talking about steps and it's going to be working on meditation and journal prompts and finding that purpose-driven career and really finding out what it is you want in your life and writing down your your perfect day and using visualization to To really visualize your life and how you want it to be. And then in our final week, we're going to talk about taking that vision and taking the steps to get you to where you want to be. To truly taking those first steps, those first baby steps to making your dream life a reality because I truly believe you can do it. And if you are interested, I will put the link in the show notes, but you can find it on my website at NikkiGingrich.com. Um, slash stepping up program. That's where all the information will be. It is a four week investment. I will be there alongside you the whole step of the way. We'll have a private Facebook group. We can chat one-on-one via um, the Voxer app, which is a walkie talkie app. So you'll get access to me one-on-one and I'll be sending you information and journal props and we will just be working together to help you discover who you are, what life you want, and then making those steps to move forward. If it interests you, if you even have a little inclination that this is the right program for you and you are ready to take those steps, please reach out to me. Please check it out. Please let me know. I want to be here for you. And if this program is right for you, I want you to be a part of it. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for being on this journey with me, talking about our struggles as a working woman in our world today, and then taking the steps forward to Find a purpose-driven career so that we can live a purpose-driven life. Thank you for being here with me. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.